Welcome in everyone to another live edition of 410 Sports Talk. I'm Glenn Martin here with my host James Haskell and of course DK in the back running the show. And we are in the heels of a, I'm going to call it a dominant Ravens win 23-7 over the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, I, I got to say, Jimbo, this defense, that, that one play aside, 65-yard touchdown, that one play aside was absolutely dominant tonight. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't just, can you see me? Okay. Sorry. Yeah, man. Yeah. It looks oh. like your ET finger in the screen, but other than that, yeah, we got you. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Here we go. I'm just trying to, first of all, explain to the people what's going yeah, on sorry. right now. So if any of you guys live in, <laughs> live in the 3,100 block on fate, there's no power currently. So I am uh, no power in my house. I'm running off my phone and uh, this is about as good as it gets. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm in my basement. Uh, where I normally have my green screen, the whole setup set up. But look, we're here for you. Uh, we just shook the house and lit it up so much that the Ravens, you know, were dominating this game that we decided to uh, blow a couple fuses. That's but, it. But uh, yeah, absolutely a dominating, dominating uh, performance by the, the Ravens as a whole, but certainly the defense. And Glenn, shout out to you for calling out the defensive breakout player of the game. Kyle Hamilton was everywhere. Is he not the most unique defensive player in the league right now like the most versatile mm -hmm. unique uh impactful like man the guy is just all over the field holy crap yeah. he's an he's an alien out there you know there's those freaking natures there's a lot of them in sports certainly in football mm -hmm. and he's definitely one of them i mean his his length the ability to keep blockers off of him because how long his arms are not just how long they are but how explosive he is with his hands he yeah. shocks guys when he puts his hands on them and his ability to tackle his instincts. I mean, th the guy has just been absolutely phenomenal. He's better than I think a lot of people thought he could be, especially when we saw some early uh, miscues in one-on-ones in as a rookie. Everybody was ready to throw him out. And, and yeah, man, this guy is definitely all pro, in my opinion, this year Dude. in safety. No doubt about it. And I'll tell you what, man. he uh, The basketball instincts, certainly his, uh, his young days – a uh, wreck basketball coach is out there proud as can be because he's always got his hands up in them passing lanes, boy. Let me tell That's you good. what. If mm -hmm. if he doesn't get his hand up, Calvin Ridley makes that clear touchdown. Which I and I, by the way, can the ref can the ref stop? Is he still campaigning for the touchdown? What are we <laughs> doing? This guy yeah. Terry McCauley is losing his mind. I'm gonna play it again, guys. Can, can we get I'm glad this goofball is in the in the booth because I mean clearly he cannot admit when he's wrong because I I'm like <laughs> what is this guy looking at dude his tuchus is on the is yeah on the I was gonna say half of his butt is down like you know what I mean one cheek is on the ground like dude give it a rest my god yeah. this guy's like a politician he just wouldn't yeah. give it a rest no not at all I couldn't agree with you more really quick before we get to this though I also gotta say because they're talking about it in the chat Keaton Mitchell man that was a uh... tough one to see. Keaton Mitchell, Keaton Mitchell, and we'll hope for a speedy recovery for him, and hopefully it's not as bad as all you can do is hope, but more than anything, we just hope for the best for Keaton Mitchell and that the Ravens can absorb this and move on, man, because he was just coming on oh, man. as a playmaker. So explosive, looking so good in that game, getting the edge. I, I think the only thing we can hope for is that there wasn't like a, a torn quad or because or, mm -hmm. uh, because that's what we saw a lot when, when JK had the hyperextension. We saw a lot more than just a hyperextended knee, but we have seen, yeah. I mean, I remember back when Giannis hyperextended his knee in the finals and luckily it was only a hyperextension of the knee and he was able to yeah. come back. So 
fingers crossed. But yeah, I, I kind of got to wait and yeah. see uh, what John has to say. But right. oh yeah, so uh, sh- whoever put in the super chat before DK is going to get back to you. We're just uh, putting this one up because it's relevant to our conversation. We're win boys. Yes, I'm definitely happy about it, but I'm sad about Mitchell. Kids yeah. deaf dumb for the year. Yeah, we'll see, Sean. That was an interesting one. Certain they didn't even want to play the replay. Uh, yeah. this is kind of a uh, a nasty look. Well, if you one, saw but... the still shots that are floating around, oof, not good. It, it's a hyperextension that it went in, like it went. Oh yeah, bad. Yeah, hyperextension. Jeez, a whiz. Well, we'll hope for the best for him. But and then the other yeah. thing too, somebody put in the chat, the, the chat, the Ravens clinch, baby. Yes, sir. They are playoff bound. Now they didn't clinch the North. They didn't clinch no, right. the, the, the one the seed, playoffs, baby. but they're in the dance and you never know what happens. And I think Manny brings up a good point here. He says Keaton injury sucks, but he'll look explosive in his limited role. Collinsworth MVP uh, defense for Lamar was awesome. Um, yeah. I thought justice Hill, I mean, really all year outside of the, the, the issues with putting the ball on the ground and kind of the mesh point issues with him and Lamar. Justice Hill's been good all year. Now he's, he's not, He's not uh, what Keith Mitchell's been giving us four two speed with uh, the ability to run through arm tackles and, and and keep his balance and all that stuff. But I, I'm happy with still knowing we have Gus and and uh, and and Hill in the backfield for sure. Yeah, I, I agree, and I think that he can get the job done. Right, we're not we're not now scraping at the bottom of the barrel. Look, let's be honest, he is probably Munkin's Munkin, right? Yeah, Munkin's yeah. favorite back. In the stable. As a pass blocker, he certainly is. That's for sure. He likes himself some Justice Hill. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure he's got confidence in him and, and, and we'll have confidence in him moving forward. So shout out to the Ravens for clinching. Uh, Big Fesh mm-hmm. says, Big W, let's freaking go. We need to beat Miami now so a loss to the 49ers won't kill us. Yeah, oh, obviously. Hold on. Hold on. What is this? What is this? Like it's a foregone conclusion right. here. What are we talking right. about here, bro? Hold on. 19 and 1? What is Lamar's record against the NFC? What are we talking about here, Big Fat? Yeah, on, bro. I'll I love tell you they're what, a good I, team, but come on now. Let's not count them out. I'll tell you what. I know we just beat the Jags, but I'm excited to see the Shanahan matchup against McDonald, man. Yeah, it's this be defense and that offense is going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that one. But, but yeah, that Miami got, game, no doubt, is huge. I mean, Miami goes out today, yep. even with missing Tyreek Hill, who – you know, arguably outside of quarterbacks is the MVP of the league. And and they go and put up 30 points and beat the snot out of the Jets. So, yeah, they're, yeah. they're a real deal team. Their defense is is getting better and better every week. So, we better bring it. But, look, let's get back and to look, this And, look, the game. Bills are surging, though, too. Oh, yeah, the Bills are surging. Got to give them credit. They're playing Miami well. Miami. Yeah, that's true. There's a big, big oh. game down the stretch. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I, I got to – I got to ask you a question, Jimbo. We oh saw boy, some oh heroic boy, oh boy. plays today, a lot yep. by number eight, but but one big, big play was Isaiah Likely going up Dude. between two guys, pulling down the rock. He goes five for 70 yards, gets in the end zone again this week, Jimbo. My question to you is, Mark Andrews, who? Oh, don't you dare. I'm doing it. Don't you dare. You I'm doing it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Glenn's being sarcastic. But dude, think, seriously though. Oh my gosh. He's been he's been absolutely yeah. phenomenal. I he's just found his confidence. I think with the reps comes the confidence, right? Because he's out there doing it. We've always felt like he can do it, but the confidence is coming in in the reps. And look, shout out to him because we've known that Lamar, he's not warm to you. You ain't getting the ball. Yeah. And so he's gotta have some confidence in him. 
Uh, and uh, it's it's exciting to see their connection continue to emerge. It was funny when I thought of that, when I saw that play. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the thing that uh, since I, uh, I, I, it's probably been 10 years now, maybe more, maybe like 15, that Glenn's been begging that the Ravens get a guy that can high point the ball. Mm. I mean, how many years, I don't know how many consecutive years I've heard Glenn talk about high pointing the football. Yep. And look, was that not a perfect example? Perfect. He's bigger he than just, them. Yeah. So go Use get it, it while tired. Yeah. Absolutely. And a man, did he? That was a, a a a perfect example of that I'm so excited to see him coming on. And look, Kohler got in a little bit, got some action. Dude, dude. And, and the way the way uh, those guys were used, you know, especially Kohler is exactly how we imagine it in the red zone. Yeah. I mean, they were crucial, especially. Yeah. I mean, I know you remember. First of all. That penalty on John Simpson, when we had first and our second and goal at the inch line, right before the half, and it pushed us back to the sixteen. Now, luckily, yeah. he puts that ball right on the button to uh, Isaiah. Likely, we get the touchdown. I didn't like the call. I mean, I think it was a, yeah. it was a silly move, but he didn't even headbutt him. He just walked up to him, I and, know. and their heads clapped. But it's not like he had it, like. He just walked into him a little gonna, bit. Yeah. The guy flopped, and he gave it to him. When are we going to get a flopping? Uh, Isn't that already thing actually? Well, in the NBA, it's being it's it's actually being enforced this year, which is a blessing. But I I think you're right. We need to bring it to the NFL. Come on, man. Yeah, absolutely. Now I gotta ask you a question though, Glenn. What's up? There was a point in time, a large portion of this game, we got McCarry on the left and Falele on the right. Yeah. How concerned are you about the health of our left tack or our starting tackles? Well, dude, going in this game, I felt <laughs> so good about it. Ronnie's coming off his best game of the year after the bye week where we were hoping he'd show like he looks like he's gotten a little healthier. He did. Had his best pass blocking game of the season. And then to me, I mean, it looked like a regression. I don't know if he had a head injury. He saw the the helmet-to-helmet clash where yeah. he was put in the tent. I, I hope that he's he's going to be ready for next week. But, uh, man, it, it's, a, it's a shame that he's in and out. But thank goodness for Patrick McCarry and Fa Lele that we even have – viable options to turn to mid game who can come in and play pretty damn well. I mean, you got to yeah. give those guys credit. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, you know what I loved about Patrick McCarry? I don't know if you remember this play. It's a small detail, but he uh, went down like uh, the play ended on top of him. He was laying on his stomach and the tackle was made kind of on top of him. So he waited a second to get up. He got up and he like did a little, he stood there for a second. He like, you could tell he was checking his body, like a mental, you know, checking the body. And he did a little shake out of the leg. And he just kept walking. He's like, all right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did but see that. Yeah. He's like, he just off. like, let's go. That's it. <laughs> Move on to the next, dude. I, I love him for that, man. He's uh, certainly a lunch pail guy. But it does make me a little nervous moving forward. Do we know what happened with Morgan Moses? I didn't hear anything, but well, I was I, I was a little behind. So I, I was trying to yeah. catch up. But by that point, I was live, and I still didn't hear anything. Well, I will say this. I saw Cole Jackson tweeting about he, – he thinks it's an upper body injury. He said he wasn't extending his arms at all. Okay. Okay. And that's just obviously not like any offensive tackle to 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 not do it. So he did. He, but that's just him, lo, you know, looking yeah, at yeah, it and yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. trying to make a guess. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be mm. interesting to see what that ends up being. That guy's super resilient. I wouldn't count him out until yeah, I see no. it for sure. DK yeah. did put in the in the chat here. It looks like uh, Keaton Mitchell's injury is believed to be season ending. So uh, they're gonna have to finish this one up. There it is. We're gonna have to finish this one up without him. Um, but yeah, shout out to Keaton. He'll be back next year stronger than ever. I'm sure I'm confident in it and he's still a young guy. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be an injury. They're certainly going to, they're going to miss that guy down the stretch and mm. his explosiveness. No doubt. Mm. I'll tell you what, man, I, uh, I, I feel his pain. I hope that he, uh, 
he can, yeah. you know, he can get back and 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 like you said, be stronger than he was uh, this year. Steve Kinigopoulos says concern with our D line against the run? Question mark. They seem weak. If Jags edge rushers did this to us, 49ers are going to be tough for our beaten O line. Which line are you more concerned with, the offensive or the defensive line? I mean, right now I'm certainly much more concerned with the offensive line because you know our both neither of our starting tackles are out there. Uh, I think from a D line perspective, I mean I understand your point, but it's funny to me. I feel like the defensive line, uh, they just have ups and downs. I think consistency is the thing. I don't think overall. I'm I'm concerned about them. I think we have the talent there. I think we have the skill set there. I think we have the big bodies in the middle there to get it done. Uh, even on the outside, I mean, uh, we've seen some moments where we can really shut down the run. This is a great defense. So yeah. I'm much more concerned about the offensive line. 100%. Yeah, got to. I mean. Dude, you know what I was thinking about really quick before we get to the next comment? Yeah. So I think that – so I – in 2012, we won the Super Bowl, right? Did the whole thing, beat the Niners, whatever. At that point in time, my wife and I were – we didn't have two pennies to rub mm-hmm. together. So I said, and she literally was like, dude, let's just go into stupid debt and go to the Super Bowl. And I'm like, I could never live with myself. Like, I, I would never be able to sleep. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, right, did you know right. how I am? Yeah. But, dude, at all costs, I'm going to Super Bowl. <laughs> We're going to try everything we can. Absolutely. I think we have to know someone. Is that one of the things you got to know somebody who knows oh, somebody to even I get in? Get, I think we can get nosebleeds. I'm just saying. I told her. I said, look, I think she's going to be like 31 weeks pregnant. We're driving hey, I, if we have I tell you what. Do. I think DK knows somebody. I got a feeling DK can get us in. Can get, it. <laughs> can get all, all, right. all of us in. All right, DK. It's on you. Uh, anyway, Manny says, very happy that we won. Lots of fans. Lots of fans saying we haven't played a complete game, which – Early in the season is fine, but it's concerning so close to the playoffs. Defense spotted us some points. I just want to I want to speak this real quick before I allow you to, Glenn, um, before I pass it over to you. Not that you need my permission to. You understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Point is, uh, so it's it's late in the season. This is a formidable foe. Uh, Chris Collinsworth said it. The Ravens win in a, in a number of ways, and that's what makes us dangerous. Yeah, there's some moments you can point to to say this was a slow game offensively or, you know, we didn't execute this way or that way, whatever. Sure, all that is true, but we dominated a football team that two weeks ago, two weeks ago had a you know had, looked to have the number one seed, right? Like they were up there and the number one seed in the AFC in the AFC South. Which we're not talking the NFC, we're talking the AFC. So mm-hmm. the fact that the Ravens came out, won this game on the road this late in the season, uh, no team is perfect right now. Uh, so look, say what you want, say what you will. The Ravens came out there and they won in a way that's different than they've won in the past. And I think that makes them dangerous. That could be me being a homer, but I'm not super concerned about the like not played a complete game uh, thing at this point in the season. It's late, man. It's late in the season. Teams are banged up. You're just trying to get out there and get W's. I think it's well said, Jimbo. I, I like that this team doesn't have just one way they can win. Yep. They can win a shootout. They can win a, 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 a low scoring game. <laughs> they can win riding their run attack. They can. Win throwing the ball. I mean, they, they can really yeah. win a bunch of different ways. So it might not look have... the same, but it doesn't mean it's not necessarily complete. What's up? Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you have stats in front of you right now, Glenn? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'd be interested to know how many receptions did we even have from a wide receiver perspective? I mean, it has to be under double digits, right? Or right around there. Well, Bateman had three out of his six targets, and, and Odell Beckham had one, and Zay Flowers had one. That's that's it. And we still won by double digits. Yeah. I mean, that's 
that's that's so impressive to me to be able to do that, knowing that your all pro tight end went down, and then your your second your, your second tight end comes in. I'm I'm guessing we let he led the team in receptions, or he had what four? Isaiah. Yeah. He had five. Yeah. He had five, like you said, I think seventy or whatever, and a touchdown. So, mm-hmm. man, I think the versatility of this team is just exciting. I'm not concerned. I'm excited by it. Yeah, I mean, if I told you that Odell Beckham and and Zay Flowers would combine for two catches for 21 yards, but yet we'd smash the Jaguars, I think you'd be like, I, I, I'll take that. I, I'll right. be happy with that. So, yeah, I, I like uh, I like the fact that we can win in a lot of different. And you know what, Rashad Bateman, he's the most he's he's gained the most separation of any wide receiver in football. We saw some more of that today. Uh, and I just think he's gonna, he's just this, he's this close. He's I've been on saying the it for weeks, right? Jimbo. He's so yep. close to just yep. exploding for a monster game. I, I thought this was the one, the way it started. I was like, this is his game. Uh, it's a shame he couldn't, you know, kind of keep it going in the second half. But, uh, also, I, I want to give a quick shout to Lamar Jackson's uh, rushing totals 97 yards, comes up three, sh- three yards shy of 100 and picked up. Big first down after Huge. big first down in that game, escaping a pretty damn good pass rush considering the fact they came in, I think, the 30th ranked as far as sacks, and it was really Josh Allen and a bunch of guys. Trayvon Walker looked like he was out there getting busy. Of course, Josh <laughs> Allen was doing his thing. Uh, Does he not were, look like the Predator with the with the shape of the helmet and the visor? Dude. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, the shape uh, of the dude. helmet makes – it's scary, dude. He is a – yeah, absolutely. Those boys came to play today, man. You got to give those guys credit on the other side too. They were out there playing their ass off, giving giving Lamar Jackson some headaches, and uh, now, but he, now, he was giving it back to him for sure. Now, two uh, game management uh, questions before we get to Marcus or here. Yeah. Why on earth did they try and run that play? Like, I'm okay with it. The Jags tried to run that play and they end up not getting out of oh, bounds. Greed. I didn't understand that. Greed. At all. So stupid, right? And then simple but, greed. But the other one, what happened with 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 the miscommunication when Tucker came out on that fourth down and then Lamar? Okay, I was trying to figure that whole thing out, and then yeah, the only thing that was weird to me is that to me it looked like a classic case of we're trying to draw them off sides and then we'll just right. punt if we don't. But the frustration Lamar showed told me that's what had me super confused. Otherwise, right? yeah, yeah. Now I'm with you. I was like, were we actually considering trying to go for this? Because that just looked like a draw them off. If they don't, we'll we'll punt it. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Jimbo. Hopefully somebody will ask one of those guys in postgame or tomorrow. But Marcus says uh, Stout deserves a little love. Gave the defense great field position all night. Solid uh, win tonight. Yeah. And not only that, he went down and covered his own kick one time and, and gave the guy a little, huh, one time. Oh, he but got yeah, a little, huh, one he time. Did, he did, but he's a big dude. He, I think yeah. you remember his, his uh, measurables. He's a big boy. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought he punted the ball well. C- consistently won the field position battle tonight. Early on, offense wasn't able to take advantage of it. We got the ball at the forty, the forty-five, and we were stalling. And but finally, ultimately, field position battle uh, certainly paid off because we saw the Jaguars were able to move the ball, but weren't able to finish in the red zone. Mm-hmm. And, and kind of the Ravens were able to get that done. So yeah, shout out to shout out to Stout. Mm-hmm. Travis says the truth says, what do you think about letting our first stringer sit next week to give them a break since already in playoffs? Mm-mm. Yeah, no, we want the number one seed. But show my man. Yeah. Yeah. It's still too competitive at the top. We can't count the yeah. chiefs out. They're right. Nope. Right there. The Miami dolphins bounce back after a tough week last week. They're right there and we got to play them. I want the number one overall seed. Get that first mm-hmm. round by let them rest. Then 
Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I'm not, I'm not building in any excuses for the Ravens. I just want to say this. J.K. goes down early in the year. Mark Andrews has gone down. Our tackles are struggling. Um, our Duvernay goes down. Like, it is a credit to the Ravens that we are the number one team in the AFC. And you know what? Add that to the, to the reason, the, all the other reasons that Collinsworth gave as to why Lamar Jackson is the MVP of this league. Because guys are just falling. Still, mm-hmm. along with his teammates, I'm not saying he's doing it by himself. We are still getting it done. Uh, it's it's really awesome to see because I think the injuries like this would have would have a lot of other teams would have folded. Uh, yeah. But man, I tell you what, he's yeah. Atlas right now, dude. Just now he's got yeah, a supporting cast time. around him. I don't, I don't, you know. No, but at times he does look like it. You're right. Yeah. At times wild. He, he certainly does. Massey says, "Love Lamar, love Metabike, love Harbs, love Hamilton, love everyone." Sorry for Mitchell. What you think of Kohler? Great catch. So many targets to feed. Yeah, it was a great catch. He's a big boy. Yeah. Great uh, throw on the great I mean, throw. it was on a, it yeah. was a laser, dude. Yeah, absolutely. And I just love that they're showing confidence <laughs> in the guy because that just tells me that when the time is big, they have options. And they're yeah. not only going to be pigeonholed into going after one or two guys. They'll feel confident going to any of these guys. And that's the balance that Munkin's been talking about since he got here. And that's what he needs. You can tell Munkin really thrives when, at least in my opinion, when it's an offense that uh, is not a, okay, here's my, not that he doesn't in this scenario, but, you know, having a, a one. It's and not then, Keenan Allen where he gets every target. Exactly. Right. Like he is just, he's absolutely thriving and taking advantage of every single matchup that he can. And he's, he's playing chess out there, man, as an OC. It's, it's a lot of fun to watch. So, uh, appreciate Massey, you let's, chat, Massey. Yeah. Let's keep the positivity going, baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, shout out to Frenchie. It is. Look yeah, it's not a 34-3 victory, but it's so, it's a solid dub. See y'all in a week, 49ers, baby. All right. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Hey, we'll I, see. We'll yeah. see. 19 and 1, baby. Yeah. About to be well, 20 and 1. Yeah. I'm expecting to see them again in the Super Bowl. So whatever happens in this game, I just want to learn. Okay. Clap around the course because I want to win and learn. Oh, uh, yeah, I do too. But uh, I'm just saying, I'm ready to see them. You know, I'm, I'm excited when the lights are bright. We'll see how old Shanahan does in the. Yeah, in we the, know what happens are... when he gets in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Manny says, yeah. <laughs> Manny says, I'm glad we have uh, depth and, and don't need to sign Kenyon off the couch this year. Well, isn't he, hasn't he been on like three? Wasn't he on our the team? The Browns. He fumbled for us and then he went yeah. to the Browns and he went to the yeah. Packers. So, yeah. yeah, I think that ship might have sailed after he said something about, yo, trap. Trap is that what he said? Something yeah. protect your trap. I'm not cool enough to say all those things, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think that ship has sailed. Yeah, I hear you, Manny. It's nice to see. It's nice. Think about this, Glenn. This, this, if this were the scenario 12 calendar months ago. How much confidence would you have in Justice Hill in comparison to now? We have right. so much more confidence in him moving forward that it's it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, and Gus looks like he's getting back, you know, more and more each day. And luckily, I saw that helmet to helmet clash. I was I was a little worried because he had those issues with the concussion earlier. Luckily, no issues there. He's too hard headed. No, he's got his answers memorized, dude. Is that him in his sleep? <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, Asmodeus says, Mick Chickens. Also, I'm really looking forward to next week's game. It's going to be a real slobber knocker. Yeah, we'll see if they can handle the physicality of the AFC North. That's one thing the Jaguars got got to see first thing right on the opening kickoff. Mollette goes down there. 
gives them a shot right in the opening kickoff. Let's you know this is AFC North football. We're bringing it to the West Coast <laughs> next week and weekend, and I think the Ravens are going to give all of us fans a, a night Christmas present. Uh, next I like week. it, Glenn. I like mm-hmm. it. I, 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 it'd be hard for me to disagree with you. I figured out how Gus passes the protocol all the time while you were talking. You want to know? Uh, how's he do it? Dude, he just turned it into a rap verse. And then he can memorize it? Exactly. So every time he gets asked, he just starts rapping. There we go. go but at least he doesn't lose his memory when he gets his head bell rung. That can happen. Yeah, it's true. That can happen. Oh, Gusto's in the blue tent just dropping bars, too. I believe it. I believe oh, it's shot. Uh, Manny says, this D deserves its own super chat. Hey, Dominant. Hey. This defense will keep us competitive in every game. Marlon had a great – I'm so glad you brought him up, Manny, because you're right. Marlon was getting criticized last game. Everybody was saying, has he lost it? Right. Uh, even though he was getting beat by some pretty damn special receivers and some throws mm-hmm. that were unbelievable by Matthew Stafford, this guy comes back, bounces back in a huge way, plays super physical, frustrates, I think, Calvin Ridley all night. And I think Calvin Ridley was hearing those stomps coming. That's why a couple of them balls went through his hands. I, I was impressed with Marlon Humphrey, and I have no problems. I'm very confident in going into the playoffs with Marlon Humphrey as our, yeah. our CB1. Yeah, I agree. Didn't somebody ask John Harbaugh about this? And he answered really simply said, Marlon Humphrey is the least of my concerns. Well said. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's how we should all feel as well. So, uh, yeah, it was nice to see him bounce back, get the physicality, get the little pep in his step. I feel like this game, he looked healthier than the last game, just from a straight up help, like explosion yeah. perspective or a point of view. I think that part of his game was back, really, you know, was, was popping some guys. And that's, that's Marlon. Like, that's what we expect mm-hmm. to see. That's how it was exciting. And look, I want to give a little credit to Marcus Williams because look, I know he didn't play in the second half, had the injury. We'll hope that yeah. he his groin heals up and he can play next week. But he made and that huge right. tackle right huge. before the half, kept him in bounds, and ran that clock out when who knows what could have happened there. You don't know how the momentum changes if they go in and get seven or if even if they just get three. It was a huge momentum shift for him to make that tackle in bounds. So I got to give that guy a little bit of credit. Uh, Sean. Yeah. Happy birthday. Absolutely happy birthday to the OG, the legend that is Sean Pisker. Uh, he says, also, side note, tomorrow's my birthday. Glad the Ravens gave me a win for my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a damper on the day tomorrow, but now you get to you get to sit in all the glory of knowing not only are you one year older, but the Ravens are sitting alone at the top of the AFC. Yeah, shout out to you, Sean, uh, and ho- hope you have a good one and you enjoy it, man. Yeah, buddy. He says, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, shout out to Don. Appreciate the super chat. He says, what what a win, guys. It, well, not the most exciting game. It was a game we had to win. Uh, prayers out to Keaton. Uh, not as ugly as the Musa Smith leg break, but ugly, man. I mean, yeah, it wasn't quite as bad as uh, Nick Chubb, but it was rivaling that angle. When I'm I not even going to go uh, back and look at it. I thought about going back and looking. I was like, you know what? Don't nah, do it, I'm dude. okay. Yeah, I'm all right. Oh, Shout out to Don C. Thanks for being up late with us. 552 yeah. people out here, dude. Shout out to all hey you guys. Hey, guys, hit the like button. Send us out to some more Ravens fans. It helps the algorithm. Takes two seconds. completely free. That's right. Um, we'd certainly appreciate it. Tone says, playoff bound, baby. Shout out to Woo! everyone who had us missing the playoffs. We get this Christmas win. Uh, we get this win Christmas night. Give Lamar the MVP ASAP. Honestly, Jimbo, do you expect the, the the game next week to, in some ways, decide or in some ways decide the MVP race? When you look at the leaders, I think tomorrow morning are going to be yeah. Brock, are going to be Brock Purdy and Lamar Jackson. 
Yeah, I just want to say one thing though. Yeah, absolutely. So I absolutely agree with you. But you remember when I remember calling you and I was like, Jack, after a Seahawks game, after a Seahawks win, what do we do to the Seahawks? And Dak's getting all oh. slumped for MVP this and there. Look, he plays the AFC opponent. What happens? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they got they got absolutely embarrassed. They did. So you're yeah, no, you're right. And so you're right. Remember, Glenn, I said it on on Friday. We are the litmus test. We're the bar, baby. That's right. So we'll see how Purdy does. We'll see how Purdy oh, Baby man. does. If we if if we if if we go into oh man, if we go all the way across the country and beat them boys on Christmas night, holy, that's gonna mm. be exciting. Yeah, it would be it would be spectacular. Dr. Uncle Bob, what's up, man? Two things. I'm digging basement Jimbo. The power's still out, man. It's the best I got. Uh, Shane said, how about my boy PQ, though? Yeah, look. I'll tell you what, dude. I'm starting to get nervous. We can't afford PQ nor Meta BK, dude. I don't Not know what fun. kind of I don't know what kind of money Meta BK is about to get, but <laughs> we ain't yeah, affording them. I know that. No, 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 no. And Patrick yeah. Queen already over 100 tackles a couple weeks yeah, yeah, ago. Yeah. This guy, he's been just, he's been amazing. <clears throat> I, my only hope, my only hope is that he just loves playing in this defense next to Roquan Smith. But I think if we're all being realistic, this is this is the last season we're going to see both those guys in Ravens uniforms, I think, for at least their next contract. Now they could circle back. You never do know, but uh, but yeah, I think there's a chance. We have in these years. I think there's a chance we can hold on to Medavik. I think there's a chance, dude. He's gonna be. I don't yeah. think. I think he's twenty million a year, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Ugh. I think he's twenty a year. Dude, he's just had an sack in eleven straight games, dude. As an interior defensive lineman, I mean, this is, this is insane. What we're talking about, Jimbo? What he's doing? Eleven straight. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm jig I'm digging basement Jimbo too, man. It brings a little something extra to the show. Uh, but <laughs> shout out to shout out to my brother Bob, my nephew hey. Shane, legendary up, Ravens fans. Let me tell you about those two gentlemen. Legendary Ravens fans. And don't forget it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, let's see. Anthony says, great win. Love the show. Keep up the great work. Still can't believe false start was called on that one play with Allen. Huge momentum swing. Which, which I'm, I'm trying to... Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's talking about the play where... I agree with you 100%, Anthony, where they called a false start because Allen went early trying to... It actually wasn't Allen, though. Who's the other kid that they drafted number one overall? Walker. I think it was Walker, not Allen. Anthony, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was actually Walker because it was over the right tackle. Um, and he clearly tried to time the snap, was early. He had already passed the line of scrimmage by the time Moses started reacting. Oh, I know the play. I got it. And you. I think it yeah. was pretty clear if you go back and look at it. I could be wrong, but I feel like he was he was clearly beyond the line of scrimmage. Therefore, you know, based on what I understand, it is you know not an offsides, you know, at that point. Uh or excuse me, a false start on the offense. It's it's a, a defensive infraction. So uh yeah, mm -hmm. I, I agree with you. I thought that was a, a pretty whack penalty as well. Yeah, there was a couple shaky ones out there today. I mean, I, I didn't like the interference call on the left side. Uh, I believe that was on Brandon Stevens, if I remember correctly. Didn't like that call. Uh, I, I was I was shaky on. Uh, I don't know. Even the grounding calls. It's like uh, I don't I don't know, man. He's getting clearly destroyed. The ball's going the direction of a guy. I mean, get I don't know. But let, let's see, Don C. Appreciate the uh, the generosity. I tweeted to yeah, Cole man. Jackson. 
Why, when our quarterback is running and his forward progress is stopped, they don't blow the whistle uh, when he's getting hit hard? Yeah, I mean, it Lamar's does, it, 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 on it, one of those. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just it doesn't seem like he gets protected like a lot of these other guys do. I mean, it's no surprise, but he protects himself well. I'll say that. I appreciate him getting better and better at that every season. But yeah, it just doesn't seem like he gets protected like a lot Dude, of these other quarterbacks do. How crazy is it though? I've never seen anything like Lamar in that, like, he has so many gears. He can move forward at 80% of his speed and have so much control. But then, so, like, there's this saying amongst, like, newer runners. So, usually your your base pace is too fast and your race pace is too slow. Like, there should be a wider discrepancy between, like, your base pace and your race pace, right? Lamar is is excellent. Like, his base pace, he's moving down the field controlled. You know, like you said trying to find the spot and get down. But dude, then when he breaks it open, hits the gas, holy mm -hmm. crap. It's it's almost like you forget if he has three, four runs and he's just kind of controlling the pace, whatever. But then when he takes off, it's forget about it. That kid mm -hmm. has got some wheels on him, man. But yeah, but Dante, Dion, I agree. Said, Dion said, how fast do I need to be? When they say, how fast are you? How fast the guy next to me? I'm faster than him. That's how fast. Hey, I love it. That is awesome. I, I'm as fast as I need to be. And that's how it seems like it is for Lamar. Like, <laughs> He just has a gear he can always he can kind of always call on. But yeah, let's hope that the refs continue to uh, try and keep number eight upright because there's a lot yep. of quarterbacks around the league that are sitting on the sidelines, and I'm happy that ours is still <laughs> under center. CJ says this D is something special. I really think we have a good chance to shock the NFL world next week. It also helps. It's a night game. Helps with jet lag. Lamar's the MVP. I guess that's a good point. I'd rather him be playing it a little bit later. I get. Well, I don't know how you tell me, Jimbo. You're a traveler. Would it be? more beneficial for the Ravens to be playing at one o'clock that day or at eight o'clock. Yeah. I, personally, I take the one o'clock. Okay. Because look, eight o'clock, you're talking about starting the game at 1130 at night, your local time. That's true. I didn't think that's about it. Like that's, that. that's a long day. You know what I mean? So yeah. because my first few nights when I, when we go out to LA all the time, I'm going to bed early. Mm. Still getting adjusted to the time. So I do also see, though, that gives you more time to get your legs under you. So it really depends on when the Ravens are getting in. I'm going to guess they're getting in. Man, it's kind of sucky for the for the Ravens. they got to travel all the way out to the West Coast. And I said it before, Bashadi, if you hear me, you guys should put the, the whole families up. Send all the gifts out there. Send Santa out there. Send everyone out there. Make nah, sure dude. the family's got Keep a good a bubble. experience. <laughs> Keep them in a bubble. No distractions. No, no children. No Santa Claus. You sound like Goofy when we watched too much Mickey Saves Christmas. Oh, Santa Claus! <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to be a. I'm going to play the version of the heartless fan. Put him in a hotel. No, no FaceTiming with the kids. It's football. Oh, Business. but dude, the thing is, is that you you most you know that most likely John's going to fly those guys out mo probably by noon on the 24th, and they're not getting home. Wow, you think you think they'll go home? They'll go Sunday, not Saturday. It's a did. money night uh, game. That, right. Well, that's what they did uh the Chargers game. That was a night game, right? It was Sunday night, and they went up when? Saturday? Did they go Saturday as well? I think they did, yeah. I just wonder if they go Saturday or if they go Sunday. Probably because of the holiday. They probably don't leave till Sunday. Yeah. That way at least right, you can right. wake but up Christmas I mean, the day Eve before. at home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But what I mean is noon on the 24th, they're out the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming home till the 26th. Right. So yeah. I'm just my, my only point is that um, 
It does give you so to CJ Lavender's point, gives him a little more time. But I would prefer to have the earlier game. I think it's at a severe disadvantage to to be playing that late and you don't have time to adjust your internal clock. This is a late game, man. You know what I mean? It like is. that means that it you is. know, two hours in the game, it's 1:30 a.m. for you. One thing we'll be certain: Roquan will be ready to play. He'll be, he, he'll be ready to play in the parking lot. And Lamar Jackson doesn't. I don't. Lamar Jackson doesn't strike me as an, as a guy that like goes to bed early. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, and really, it's probably uh, a generational thing. A lot of these guys are younger, and I think a lot of them prior uh, are, are night owls, stay up a little yeah. bit. So, and the bright yeah. lights will keep them keep the adrenaline going. Hopefully, keep yeah, their yeah, energy yeah, yeah, levels yeah. super high. But yeah, the defense sure. is certainly special. CJ, you're hundred percent right about that. Those guys are flying around. They, I mean, they should have shut this team out. I mean, let's let's call it what it was. The guy. They got lucky on a blown coverage. One of the very few yeah. times we've seen a blown coverage by this defense all season. Outside of that, the Jaguars were completely ineffective. And and while they may have moved the ball at times in between, you know, oh. the, the thirty to the, what? What's up? What's up, dude? It's eight twenty game Eastern. Huh? It's a five twenty game there. It's still eight twenty game Eastern. My math was all wrong, dude. Oh, this whole thing. Did somebody help us out in the chat, or did you? Yes, 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 yes. Thank you so much. Duh. So it's late, guys. I'm gonna give Jimmy a pass. It is, it is, and yes, it is late. But yes, CJ, then I would agree with you. It's nice to have the little extra three hours that you create okay. because you're able to time travel. Flying is just time travel. Yeah. I'm gonna blame you on that one, Jimbo. Yeah. But you were following me though. You get what I'm saying. Sean Fisker says, I also love the Lamar play. Smoot looks at Lamar and says, How dude, that play was awesome. That was so awesome. That's just awesome. But look, you said it though, Glenn. That play doesn't happen without an incredible catch from, right. from Isaiah Likely. Holy heck. Yeah, and that's the frustration though. Those defensive ends have got to be like, man, do I really want to bust my ass and tear up the field again knowing that this guy's probably going to squirm away and somehow find a receiver down the line or take off you know, himself and get the first down? It's got to be just head-scratching, frustrating. Defensive coordinators got to just be like, God, what do I got to do? Yeah. To get this damn offense off the field when Lamar Jackson's got the ball in his hands. It's it's uh yeah, it was hilarious. I love that they caught they caught that moment on camera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more. Let's see what else we got. 25 Nuggets says just franchise Metabike and negotiate. Yeah, look, at the very least, we're probably gonna have Metabike for another year. Let's be honest. He's getting the franchise what's tag. The, yeah, but what's that number when you consider how much uh Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald brings that, that number up? up. Dude, yeah, it's ridiculous, man. I think it's still yeah, gonna but, be around twenty. Yeah, but Eric ain't letting him walk out the door. We're gonna we're gonna squeeze everything we can out of that because he's that just guy. hitting his prime, dude. Like, yep. is there any reason to not expect him to have fifteen next year? Like, like it, I, I don't yeah. expect him to get worse next year. He's going. He's really going into his physical prime. His his prime as an NFL player. I mean, that guy. Uh, yeah, he's gonna be really good for quite some time. Yeah, we'll see how it goes, man. But uh, I agree with 25 Nuggets. He ain't going anywhere, getting that tag. Mm -mm -mm. And Justin Tucker continues to uh, be 90% or above all time. Continues to set that uh, that standard, as just like the Ravens have been doing all season. Set the standard. That's right. Uh, oh, yeah, DK is ripped. I mean, holy <laughs> smokes. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Dude, we've got to put this drink. on a shirt. He said one drink. I had one drink. Dude, we got to put a picture of DK's face. It was face. this big. Well, he doesn't want to tell you he had one drink, but it was this big. It was the size of his torso. Uh, dude, that's it was so this wide. 
so in the episode of of Parks and Rec, they Ron Swanson goes to the doctor, and they're like, "So how many uh, drinks of alcohol do you have a week?" And he's like, "One." And they're like, "One." And he's like, "One shelf." <laughs> that's right. <laughs> one shelf. One that's, case. Right. that's right. DK just consumed the whole. Yeah, that's right. Just one. Like there's a whole boot, right? Glenn is just multiple liters, but one drink technically. That's it. That's it. And. Uh... <laughs> Hey, I also I want to uh, give give a little extra credit just because Trevor Lawrence fumbling the ball twice was such a difference in the game. But yeah, how about the one? I mean, what what happened on the one, Jimbo, where he's just running and he's just he just what uh, what happened? I have no idea. To be completely honest, <laughs> I thought at first at first take I thought he was trying to switch hands to protect himself, yeah, know, to protect the ball, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, no, I mean it just. Bloop. But the other one, who was who was it that sat? Oh, that was Matt Abika. Yeah. He literally pulled him to the ground so hard that he lost Violent. the football. That's how yeah. it happened. Yeah. Insane to me. The dude. <laughs> that first fumble was so silly, though. He's yeah, so goofy. Ah! That's like something that happens when you're playing football in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, it's a very young child. Not a grown yeah. man being paid a lot of money. I tell you what, if they, show, if they show another clip of him sitting on the sideline going like this, Oh, yes. Maybe it's Maybelline. Dude, holy crap, man. You know, I mean, this guy, Sunshine. That's what they call him, Sunshine. Sunshine. Yeah, man. But to, I think I think uh, to hold to hold this offense, I, I, I don't, I'm not going to talk about the ankle because I didn't see any sig- any signs yeah. that the ankle was any no bit of a problem. So this is a healthy offense, in my opinion. Uh, and to, to hold this team to, to seven and really – one busted play is the only reason they scored. Defense was phenomenal. Offense had its struggles, sure. But this defense for the Jaguars, they came out ready to freaking play. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to love – I'll take this win. I'm thrilled about it. 11-3 and alone at the top of the AFC. Let's, Let's see what happens next week. But, but look, I think that's it for us tonight. But this was a heck of a win. I appreciate everyone who came out there and joined us yep. and watched our show. Stayed up late with us after the midnight – Burning the midnight oil, right? Isn't that what That's they say, right. Jimbo? The old oil. You, know you know all the oh, old sayings. Burn the midnight oil, baby. That's yeah, right. Uh, but the other the other thing I wanted to say is it, we did not forget about our competition. It's oh, yeah. just simply late. So we will get to it on Tuesday so we can mm-hmm. get a little bit more sleep um, and, uh, and be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed for tomorrow, baby. But look, like Glenn said, mm-hmm. that's it for us tonight. We are so glad you guys came out. Dude, we were deep in here tonight. Uh, thank you guys Crazy. so much. We appreciate all, we appreciate all your support. Uh, as always, make sure you chime in on Tuesday. We'll have Cole Jackson with us to break it all down from an offensive mm-hmm. perspective. I think it's going to be important amongst yep. other things. But make sure you go check us out. We'll see you on Tuesday. But that's it for us. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> see you. <ya. laughs> <laughs>